0: Hey friend, it's Stephanie Radcliffe, your host of the Stories Begin at Home podcast. As a homeschool mom of five, I know firsthand the overwhelm and informational overload that we can find ourselves in these days I created this space so we could inhale and exhale together, helping us to relax our methods, standards, and ideals by putting connection over a curriculum. We'll chat all things homeschool, natural learning, gentle and respectful parenting, and gospel-centered motherhood. But don't let any of those terms deter you. We don't judge a book by its cover over here. All are welcome. Let's embrace our unique family stories and grow in confidence as we learn to trust ourselves and our children. So grab your coffee or tea, listen as you do dishes, or change another load of laundry. Take a deep breath, grab a pen, figurative or literal, and let's rewrite freedom, joy, and connection in our homes and homeschools. All stories begin somewhere. Let's begin ours at home. Hi friend, I am beyond excited that you're joining in on the very first Stories Begin at Home podcast episode. And first up is Stories of an Unschooler. Today, our guest is Stephanie at Positively The Plumbers. We chatted over on Instagram Live and I've turned our chat into our first episode of the podcast for you to enjoy. If you love what you're hearing, be sure to follow her over on Instagram and check out her bio for her new unschooling course she is launching in just a few short days on July 6, 2022. She'll be giving away a freebie and having VIP, so definitely check it out. And if you love this first podcast episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button and leave a review. This helps spread the word and helps other mamas find these chats. And if you're a grammar, be sure to head on over and follow Stories Begin at Home on Instagram. Stephanie was raised an unschooler. Her unique story of being raised an unschooler and now unschooling her own children is such an empowering, inspiring example of how we can raise natural learners. I love the way she explains what unschooling is and what it isn't. Whether you're an unschooler, not one at all, or dipping your toes into it, I know we will all gain some awesome wisdom from Stephanie. Who doesn't want to help instill a love of natural learning in their kiddos, relax more when it comes to homeschooling, and find more confidence in our efforts? Stephanie always helps me relax, trust my kiddos and myself, and inspires me not to freak out. She's full of ideas on how to follow our children's leads, be their guide, and equip them for what they need to carry out for their own learning I loved our chat and I'm excited for you to hear it all. Let's get started. It's so good to see your face. Thanks okay. for joining.
1: You know, so fun.
0: Yes. Okay, I'm going to hop right in so that we don't yeah. waste
1: too
0: much cuz I can be a talker so I'm going to like try to curb myself. No um, so, first off, um I'll just tell everybody real quick what we're doing. Um We are doing a live, I'm calling it Stories of an Unschooler. For those of you who don't know, um, Stephanie, which is so weird to call someone else Stephanie. I don't know if you feel that (laughs) way. Unschooler and now she's unschooling her children. And as a not raised unschooler in any way, shape or form, I just find it absolutely fascinating and so much fun. So um, go ahead, Stephanie, if you will, just tell us a little bit.
1: make sure I can hear you. Can you hear me? It cut out a little bit. Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so I am Stephanie, obviously. (laughs) Um, and I live in Colorado. Currently, I was born and raised in California. We've been here about three years. I have, um, three kids who are currently 12. He just turned 12 already and six and three. Um, and so, you know, pretty broad age range, but it's really fun to watch them develop their their relationships, which is a perk of homeschooling, by the way. Um, getting to see your kids just have the most amazing friendships. So yeah, and I lived here with I live here with my husband and um yeah, I was I was raised an unschooler. I don't know that my mom called it that necessarily, but (laughs) I don't know that she really even knew the terminology. But I'm the oldest of five and So, you know, I think she chose to homeschool and then I'm sure at some point it just got a little crazy and she just realized, you know what, this is, we just need to play. And we went on a lot of field trips and a lot of, you know, we had groups we hung out with. And I think at some point she just realized that she didn't really need to do school time. And so it kind of evolved into just trusting that process. And so... That was kind of my journey through high school. And then when I got to high school, freshman age, she actually gave me the choice. We lived in a cul-de-sac with lots of kids. And so I was very familiar with school and waiting for them to come home and what was going on at school. And I was still part of the drama and all the things, but I didn't go. <laughs> and so my best friends were my age next door. And she was like, hey, if you want to go to high school, have at it. Like, what do you want to do? And I don't know how I knew, but I, that wasn't what I wanted to do. And so I chose to continue um kind of an independent study approach and I in high school years she actually enrolled me through the district there was an independent study program and that allowed me to kind of still have my self-paced um you know learning on my own speed and I just did packet work but what I really wanted to do was get a job and that's why I didn't want to go to school so I got a job so I could earn money and buy myself a car and yeah and then went to college when I was ready and now I now I'm here with my kids (laughs) love it, love it so much
0: um, so I feel like you kind of answered a little bit um, about my next question, so I'm gonna skip to the next one sure. uh, what do you feel like sticks with you like the most about your childhood and being unschooled that you like knew you wanted to continue that with your family?
1: yeah, um I would definitely say the the trust and the freedom that my parents my mom was with us most of the time my dad was working but the trust that they put in us um to to kind of follow what we were interested in and and always encouraging us in that and always helping us to follow our follow our lead when there was something we wanted to do or wanted to learn about and um i think that really instilled in me a love of learning and then also the, the knowledge and the tools that I have now as an adult to go out and learn something or the trust that I have in myself that I don't need someone else to teach me. That really is what I think unschooling instilled in me the most is those, those skills to find information and the belief that I can do it myself. And that independence in life and just you know if i have an idea or if i have something that i want to accomplish or a new hobby or a skill or a job or a career or anything i don't look to somebody else to teach me how necessarily i mean obviously there's certain things that you need you know if you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer you need to go get the appropriate training obviously but you know just in life i can go find information for myself and i can try it and i have that belief in myself and i think that's really what it instilled in me and so I never really even thought twice about what I would do with my kids because I think it just has always been such a natural thing for me because I lived it.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: And because I lived it, I have trust in it. I have belief in the process. And so I think that's kind of hard for people who didn't experience it is that trust part. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, And this wasn't on my notes. I'm I'm veering off a little bit, but you Mm -hmm. said um, that your mom didn't probably use that verbiage but it was different than let's sit down and do lessons will you talk a little bit about what that means for people who might not know
1: yeah like what unschooling like is. the difference between like yeah.
0: homeschooling or school at home versus unschooling
1: yeah so unschooling is just kind of a, a form of unschooling I, or of homeschooling I guess you could say just kind of like I'm a, a I don't like the word method. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about that now? I know we talked about mentioning like not using the terminology, but so yeah. it's just kind of like a, a kind of homeschooling. So it's just a way of, of thinking about homeschooling, but really what it is, and Stephanie and I have talked about this a lot, but I, if you go over to my Instagram, I use the term unschooling a lot. Um, really just as as like a definition of what I believe in, I guess, and and what I want to offer to people who are learning about a different way of homeschooling. But I honestly don't love using the name as much because I feel like sometimes for people who are, you know, have chosen homeschooling, but maybe are still struggling a little bit with the the confines that it, you know, trying to recreate school at home. I feel like when they hear the term unschooling, it it, it comes across as another method with a set of rules and things. Yep. And that is not what I want to accomplish, right? Because unschooling is just really a way of thinking about learning and a way of trusting the child to engage with the world around them and learn what they're supposed to learn, what's right for them at the right time on their own terms, in their own way and just being the guide for them in that and offering them a really rich learning environment and interacting with them daily, but really just doing life together and trusting that they're going to learn what they need to learn at the right time. So it's not, you know, it's not something it's really kind of contradictory because here I am, like I'm writing this course, you know, because people have asked me for like, teach me how to unschool. But in reality, like, I am going to kind of lay it out in a way that I hope is helpful, but you can't, there's not rules. There's no rules. You know, somebody will message me and say, is it unschooling if X, Y, Z? And I'm like, if that works for you, then yes. But unschooling is just this idea that like, I don't, we don't do any curriculum. I I have resources that I love to kind of pull from and um, offer as a way to explore for my kids, but I don't use a set curriculum. We don't have school time or homeschool time. There's no, I don't differentiate between life and learning because learning is happening all the time. So we don't sit down at a specific time and do our school time. Um, I don't require that they sit down and do any math or writing. It all kind of just comes from experiences that we have in life. So it's really just following the child's lead and, and trusting and believing that there can be okay. <laughs> And it's pretty cool to see when it happens.
0: What would you say to somebody that's really afraid of that? Like that doesn't have that foundational background that you have that like is kind of deer in the headlights with that. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Which is most people, I think it's pretty rare to meet another unschooler, but I did actually find this really cool website. If you want, I can send it to you to share with people, but it's like adult unschoolers and they share their story and what that's they're doing me. now and what life was like. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a process of de-schooling, this word de-schooling. And I think that it's often missed when people are, you know, even definitely for people who are pulling their kids out of school, right? That's a huge change. Even if you're not going to unschool, if you're going to homeschool to any degree, it's a huge change. It's a change for the kids and it's a change for you and it's a change for your family structure and it's a change for your day and what learning looks like and your expectations. So I think there's a lot of there's a step that's missed in that de-schooling process. So you can go find like just type a web search for how do I de-school or what is de-schooling, but it's, you know, deschooling schooling is this idea that you need to kind of do nothing for a while. Um, instead of going straight from school, a traditional school setting and and way of learning and then going into homeschool, it, there's that middle piece that's missing where you have to reprogram the way you think about learning in the way you spend your day and and it's even deeper than that in a sense that, you know, when kids are in school, they're, they kind of are told when to eat and when to go to the bathroom and they have to ask permission and they have to, there's not a lot of listening to their bodies. And that's, you know, for good reason, there has to be order in the classroom. But then when they come home, their bodies and their minds and their brains, their sleep cycles, everything has to reprogram to a home situation where you're together all the time. Um, but if you are going to unschool, (laughs) that is a definite must because, you know, if you as an adult, as the parent went to traditional school, which most people did, um, there was a, there was a trust issue instilled in you because you went through this system where you were taught, you know, just, it was kind of ingrained in you because of school being what it is that you don't trust yourself to Mm -hmm. learn, right? that you have to be taught something by a teacher figure in order for you to gain knowledge and gain information. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. without even realizing it, there's this mistrust in yourself, which is going to be passed on to you trying to feel like you're accomplishing what you want to accomplish with your children. Right. And so that's what we hear. uh, That's the, like, one of the most common things I ever hear is I'm not smart enough to teach my kids, or I don't know if I can, like, I don't know if I know enough, or I don't know how to how to teach. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I think that what it really comes down to is a lot of inner child work, which is hard. Yeah, it's really hard. But it's, it's not even really about what's happening in your homeschool situation. It's more about what's happening internally, and really getting to the root of why don't you believe that you are good enough for your kids? Yeah, doing some journaling and doing some, you know, open ended questioning to yourself of, who told you (laughs) that you didn't know enough to teach your children, you know, or, you know, why, why do we have to teach them? And that's what I want to share with people on this little space of Instagram is that you actually aren't the teacher. Yeah. That was really hard for people. (laughs) Especially me, who was a teacher. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, that's like (laughs) huge for you to go from, that role to then, yeah
0: yeah and it's funny I did never even think I'm doing a lot of inner child work stuff now and have been for a few years I literally until you just said what you said never even tied that into like my school experience so that's like a whole, whole oh I just got goosebumps
1: <laughs> it's wild but and it's nobody's fault right like that's, right that's what was that's what you knew right. I mean you can't, I don't, nobody faults anyone for feeling that way because that was what you were taught, right? That right. in our society, the teachers, what, who knows things and right. then you have to go be taught at. And then, so I can see how that translation is really difficult when you then assume what you think is the role of homeschool teacher right? for your own children, right? It's trying to mimic that teacher role. And especially in our society, like you have to go to school to be a teacher, right? You have to get your right. teaching degree. And I think what people don't realize is that most of the schooling is classroom management, which is incredibly necessary because you're being handed (laughs) these 20 to 40 children who are all the same age with the expectations that you have to get them doing certain things by certain times, right? Right. It's all necessary. But then when you come home and you're in your home with your, you know, one, two, even 10 children. It's a completely different situation. So you yeah. don't need those classroom management skills. You don't need to be a teacher to homeschool. Right. It's not. Possible. And on
0: the flip side of that, when you do homeschool and you were a teacher and then your own kids don't want to do what you're doing and you're like, but this is my life. What, <laughs> this what is do what you I mean do. you don't want to do what I am putting before
1: you? <laughs> I
0: know. I know. And I, I know also want to, <laughs> What?
1: But you're their mom, you yes. know? not this like outside authority figure. Exactly,
0: which is a whole nother layer to it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also want to make a note, too, since we're talking so deeply about school and everything, I want everyone listening to know, like, um, I know for me and my experience with school, and my oldest even went to preschool, um, and all of that, like, I really want to make a point where I don't want to villainize school. It's a part of my story. It's a part of a lot of people's story. And like, I'm thankful for the experiences I had as a teacher. It's Mm -hmm. made me who I am today. I'm, we had a great preschool experience with my oldest, it was a perfect fit for him. And then we got my, then my next one never went, she she's never been to a school. And so things, families change, seasons change, people have different circumstances. I always like to just throw that caveat um, in there because it's just so different for every family, but I also want to be a voice of encouragement, just like you do. And you are for people who their situation's not working. So what else is there? Or if you are homeschooling and what you're doing, isn't working, what else is there? Um, Because that's what I started facing. I was trying to do methods and things. And I was like, what, what's going on? This isn't working. So, um,
1: Yeah, it shouldn't be a struggle, right? Right. There are, like, I have friends who a rigid, formal, academic schooling experience as a homeschooler is important to them. And so that works for them. Yeah. It works for their mom. It works for the kids. And so, yeah, it's a a total situation of what is going to work for you and your kids. But like you said, I speak out for the parents who are like, I don't like homeschooling because we sit down to do work and it's a struggle and they fight yes. me and they're crying and I'm crying. And I'm like, no, <laughs> if that is your experience, yes. then that is not working for you. And that's not, the problem isn't homeschooling. It's recreating school at home. And so let's yeah. step back and stop doing that and do a little bit of a de-schooling process where, you know, we're not doing anything. We're just being together as family and playing and you know, not even getting dressed if you don't want to. And and that's just for a period of time where you can like <laughs> let go of all the expectations and structure that you thought you were supposed to have. And then you can start figuring out like, okay, maybe we do a little bit, you know, maybe some families do um like 10 minutes in the morning. Maybe that's important. Or, you know, you can figure out what works for your family, but yeah, I mean, I'm obviously kind of the extreme, right? Like there's, there's, we have a rhythm to our day, but that's the end. I don't, I don't do anything. So you definitely don't have, it doesn't have to be that extreme, right? but you can pick and choose. And that is truly the beauty of homeschooling in general is that, you know, we've had a lot of conversations about this lately. <laughs> this is a whole nother topic, but you know, there's this idea that you have to pick away a style of homeschooling and then you have to stay in it and you have to follow the rules. And again, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> you can yeah. pick and choose what's going to work for you, right? Like you can yeah. get it. Um, and just use one little part of it. If you like that, yeah. and if you don't ditch it, that's yep. the beauty of it.
0: And I feel like maybe because I was a teacher, maybe my personality, I'm not really sure. But I yeah. often fall into that feeling like I need to pick this method, um, or that method and I need to, if it's not working, I need to try harder. <laughs> and that's backwards, it's backwards. Um, And so Yeah, it's so freeing when you realize it doesn't have to be that
1: way. It just gets more fun. There's a whole, I was just working on a little section about control. And, you know, there's a lot of control issues for a lot of parents that, you know, especially if you were in that that classroom situation where you were a teacher because you had to have control. Yeah. You can't lose control in a classroom with 45-year-olds, right? It's just not an (laughs) option. It's a safety issue. So really, that's another level of inner child of feeling like, why do I feel the need to control what is happening in my homeschool? And usually it's from fear. Like control Mm -hmm. is a fear-based response. And so really digging into that, why am I, what am I afraid of, right? And then kind of working back from that of, Hopefully realizing that you don't have to fear what you might think you have to fear and being able to focus more on connection over control. And that, I think the kids just sense that right away. Yeah. Let go of that control. I mean, nobody wants to be controlled. So when that feeling is gone, then you can connect more. And that's when the joy. joy Yeah.
0: I think what's crazy to me is we hear that a lot, connection over curriculum. And I say it all the time because I love it. But I feel like it, in some ways, it can seem like over simplistic, mm-hmm. but then you have those moments where you're really connecting and then you see them take place naturally because everyone's regulated and everyone's connecting, you're like, Oh, no, it really, yeah. that yeah, I, it really but, is that simple. <laughs> but the idea is simple.
1: Totally. Yeah, yeah, it almost seems too simple. You're totally right. right. Like, how could it possibly be <laughs> that simple? <laughs> But yeah. then, when, right, like you said, when you when you can really get there and focus on it and, and, and pay attention to it, and a lot of it comes down to observing, you have to, it, it, as a homeschool parent especially, but definitely if you're going to unschool or any version of it, you have to be really connected and you have to be a great observer. And that is just, you know, it just really what it comes down to is getting really in tune with your children, which... Mm-hmm is the beauty of homeschooling because you do spend so much time with them and you do get to know them really, really well and what they're interested in and what makes them tick. And maybe they work better in the morning and maybe they're really grumpy in the afternoon or the other way around. And like, when are you going to present this information and when is the best time for them um, to thrive and to, to feel the most connected and what do they need? Right? Like I have three kids and one of them needs to connect with me he needs them the other two not to be around and so we do that at bedtime and the other one needs to go play and like he wants me to throw things like balloons at him and like rough house like that's how he connects and the other one wants to do art together so you get to figure that out when you spend so much time with them yeah and then when you're you're being able to observe them on a daily basis and not separate so much school time, right, like, you start to see how much they really are engaging and really are picking up, and I think sometimes when that clicks, it takes the pressure off of having to teach them so much, because, you know, I was having a conversation with a mom, I was kind of coaching through this process, and she was like, man, I made a list of all the things that I consider learning, and, like, all the things they picked up, and that we talked about in the conversations, and I was blown away how much they actually learned, just, like, in a day when I didn't do anything and I was like I know I told you it's pretty it's pretty fascinating really and um
0: it is yeah it's so cool to see yeah and I love like they're just their natural curiosities yeah about time at the pool yesterday because they want to know how long we had been there and when we were leaving totally talked about time we don't need to do math there you go Oh, done. And That's... it's
1: relevant. They'll remember it and they'll apply right. it to their life later because it's important and it matters to them. Right. That's when we learn the most.
0: Exactly. So on that note, I think the most question that I got from people before we started was about tonight. Cause I asked if anybody had questions was okay. um, basically like, how do you track their learning or their progress or especially for the state? And, totally. the, and I know every state's different. Yeah. Um, But what would you about that? How would you track their progress?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it really is going to come down to your laws. And if you're looking at unschooling, you still just have to follow whatever the homeschool laws are. So you're not going to see unschooling listed anywhere as far as like your state's laws. So you just have to take um, if you if this is a concern to you, like how do I legally unschool or how do I you know, what do I have to do? I actually made a post, you can go, I pinned it to the top of my Instagram, you can see like, my suggestions for how to legally unschool, but you're basically going to have to take the homeschool laws that are in your state, and some of them are very simple and easy, and some of them are going to, you're going to have to get a little tricky, um, and creative, but I have friends, I know people in every state of the U.S. who are successfully unschooling in a way that works for their family, so don't be deterred by the language, um, but, so I'm in Colorado, and in our state, I'll just give you an example. We have two options. We can either let the school district know that we have an intent to homeschool, and then if I go that route, I have to have them formally evaluated every other year starting in third grade, and there's some wiggle room on who can do that. That option does not work for me, um, partly because my ch- I believe my children learn when they're ready, and so they're not going to meet the standards of school, which I am 100% fine with, nor do I worry. But if I have to have them evaluated, the state might decide they're not progressing in a way that is legal, right? And I'm not okay with that. So our other option here is to use an independent, um, like a private school, we call them umbrella schools. Yeah. And so I, that is the route that I went. And so within that, I pay a small tuition every year. It's considered a private school. It's all online. I just have to log attendance and then I have to give my kids pass fail grades at the end of the year. So within that, legally, I don't actually have to record anything except for whether or not i decide they pass history every year it's amazing they pass every year i don't even know they're just great students Um, (laughs) so i living here i don't keep track of a lot um which is kind of actually funny to say because if i really wanted to i could make records right like i put everything on instagram i have all videos of everything right like i could come up with records if i had to But if I were going to live in a state where maybe I had to put together um, a portfolio, right? That's one option in some states. Yeah. What I would do is I would just be really intentional about taking pictures, about taking videos, right? Like anytime, and this comes along with being an observer, anytime you start a conversation. So for example, let's say you're at the pool with your kids and they ask, when are we leaving and your brain is going to register we are talking about math right now like this is amazing you bust out your video camera and you know tr- i try to keep it like invasive so maybe you just record the the audio or whatever you want to do not to interrupt the process but i would record that conversation and i would get that file somewhere maybe you make a google drive or maybe you know whatever works for you and you save that file as math right and then let's say um, you're doing a science, you know, where you're doing something outside that you're like, this could be considered science for sure. Then you start yeah. taking some pictures of the process, right? Print the pictures out, write the date on the back. Anytime my kids write something, then it's considered handwriting, right? Not something I assigned them, but like they make a list or they make a sign for their bedroom or whatever. Then I'll just jot down like the date and who yeah. it is and how old they were and just stick it in a file. Um, so there's lots of different ways to keep records, just depending on what you have to do to stay legal. Yeah. But what I look for is, are they interested in something? Are they engaging? Right. And, and do I feel like they have grown in who they are, right? Yeah. Not specific subjects that are determined by the state, but who, who are they becoming? Right. What yeah. interests have they developed? And that is really, to me, the indicator that they are learning what they need to learn is they're not the same kid that they were six months ago. They have new interests, right?
0: Yeah, I love that.
1: And it's going to look different for everybody.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was going to bring up reverse planning as a a way track progress. And Mm -hmm. um, I don't know why. I've never thought about, like,
1: uh, recording our conversations. That's so easy. It's Um, so easy. Yeah. You know, and, and you have to think about too, if you, like, if you live in a state where it says you have to use curriculum, right, you have to provide a certain number of curriculum, they're not going to tell you what curriculum. So you just have to, this is again, you know, unschooling is a lot of thinking outside the box Yeah, and pushing the boundaries a little bit, which is kind of how I live my life. <laughs> I'm really good at it. If you, need help. Um, you know, tweaking it to work for me where it's still within the confines of the law. Um, yeah. But, you know, we have to change the way we think. So if they say that curriculum has to be provided to the kids, that's fine. Because guess what? What what curriculum isn't a set of books purchased in a form of, you know, like that comes in a box. Curriculum is everything. So right. if your kids have access to magazines, if you go to the library and get books, if you watch documentaries, if yeah. you look things up on YouTube, if you go to museums, if you meet with friends, if you cook, if you bake that's all curriculum. So it's really just this mindset shift of what does curriculum look like? And then within that kind of tweaking your brain to like, okay, well, today we made brownies to take to, you know, maybe you were doing a fair with, we just did like a sale, which was really fun, Mm -hmm. a kid's sale. And all my kids got to make something and sell it. And so, what right there we're covering math and like finance and and budgeting they did you know some of them did the baking and so there's measuring again and we had to talk about you know all these different things um that encompass just that one activity so yeah. you're covering a lot of things if you're just doing life together
0: yes absolutely love it well, thank you so much. I can't believe we are, are already almost. I know we can talk about it for hours. <laughs> I know, me too. Um, so you may not, and that's fine. But if you had any last, like, thoughts or encouragements before we got off,
1: you know, what's really been on my heart lately is just encouraging parents who want to let go a little bit, just to really not focus so much on the what of being more relaxed like less on the curriculum, less on the schedule and really focus on that inner child work and trust because any version of relaxed, delight led unschooling, whatever you want to call it, where you're really letting your kids kind of take the lead and doing less structured work is going to take a lot of trust, a lot of trust in yourself, a lot of trust in the process and a lot of trust in your kids. And so if you are going to switch to that, if that's on, you know, you're feeling led to do that, then I would spend a lot of time, whatever works for you, right? Talk it out, find somebody, you know, you can of course message staff for me, but like talk it out with somebody and really get to the root of why you don't trust the process or what is holding you back or what feelings are coming up for you and work through that. Because I think that no matter what you're doing in your schedule or doing, you know, whatever you're doing on paper is still going to be really hard if you, have that hesitation and that concern for letting your kids down or i'm not doing enough or will they fail right yeah and so finding a way to really embrace and like ride the wave of trust is just gonna make everything feel better and so much more fun so
0: i love that and i i appreciate you bringing that up because i tell people all the time like i wanted to homeschool because i felt like it was what was best for my our family and our kids i had no idea how i was going to like dramatically change myself and the requirement for you to in the best way. Yeah. Uh, It's just crazy how it forces you to grow and like
1: total personal growth. But you know, and the other cool thing about it is that there's such an amazing community. So you're never, you don't have to do it alone and find the person who resonates with you and reach out to them because if they're sharing information like this, they are probably more than willing to have a conversation and, and help you work through it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Stephanie. Thanks, I appreciate Stephanie.
0: me. So good to see your face. Thanks everybody for listening. Bye,
1: guys. Bye.